Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Bijou Podcasts. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. What channel am I on? That uh, The second one, shit. Mm. Do you want me to open your beer for you? How do we introduce the podcast? Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to Couple Goals. Hello, I'm Stacey June. And I'm Ben June. <laughs> he is Ben June. I am Ben June. And we together are, say it at the same time, Bijou. Bijou. <laughs> I didn't know what I was meant to say there. Together we are Bijou. This podcast is a... Is it essentially a bit of a journal of our relationship? Um, you need to watch how how heavy you touch the desk. Got it. So really light there. We've got a beer, um, and the reason that we've started today is something quite quite significant. But we have spoke, and we'll get to that in a second. But we have spoken about this podcast and doing a podcast for some time now, probably mm. almost twelve months. Yeah, I think so. Twelve months. Yeah. It's been a long time in the making. Why and and we originally? Why do you think we originally decided that we wanted to do a show together? Um, well, I think we think a lot about what, um, um, how to maintain a good relationship mm. and you know be there for each other. So I think we've done a lot of work in that area. So I think we've probably both felt, and we also do a lot of work on ourselves. Um, and uh, needing to work all the time. <laughs> but but um, I think, you know, we both feel like we've got uh, a lot to offer people. So I think it's, you know, like like I said, we do a lot of work together. So I think it's, it's worthwhile sharing that. And I think we both have a passion for wanting to um, help connect people and, you know, share our stories to, in the hope of it benefiting other people. And I think that in particular, that story that we want to share is our fertility story. Mm. I think that's where it essentially started, which was what I was hoping you would say, but you had a real roundabout Sorry. way of, of look, saying that. Look, it's been a long day, okay? Yeah, um, Yeah. We've and had a fight already since you got <laughs> home. Um, and Hence the beer. Yeah, we've both got a beer. Cheers, babe. Mm, cheers. Um, mm. but, um, I think today marks, a a big day for us. Uh, it is the due date of our expected first baby. Mm. Um, we fell pregnant in March, uh, through a fertility treatment process. Um, the first time we tried fertility treatment together mm. and we went on to miscarry um, probably well, would have been almost 11 weeks after. There was lots of tops and turns mm. in between there and a lot of, 
you know, we knew a little bit earlier than the 11 weeks. But yeah. um, so our baby would have been due today. Yeah. And that's brought up a lot of emotions. But I think before we go back to our fertility journey, and we're going to start that from next week. But I think what we might do today is just give you guys a bit of an idea of who we are individually, mm. how we got together why we want to share and how, and what our background is as storytellers, I yeah. suppose. Because I think we have two unique stories. Obviously, there's always two unique sides to any situation, but I yeah. think we're unique in that we want to share that story and, you know, um, convey the two different sides of the coin. Yeah, but I think this week will be about letting everybody know a bit yeah. about us. Yeah. Um, and next week we'll start. Sorry, yes. This yeah. week it will be about letting everybody know a little bit about us. I just said that. I know. <laughs> far away (laughs) but i think i think the main focus for us to talk to you guys about the moment is um is is the fact that we're we're struggling with infertility Mm. and not the kind of infertility that most people think about Mm. we've got a different form which is exactly why i think it's important for guys and gals to get Mm. amongst this new podcast um but for today sit back um, I will introduce myself first because that's probably just the way these things will roll around you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you may have listened to a podcast or two that I've done in the past. So I, ha- I have been known to be called podcast royalty in this country. Oh, right, right. I wasn't aware <laughs> of that. Have you ever yeah. heard anyone call me that? <laughs> Is it just people that want to suck up my ass? Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say Never. that. Never? No. Not even in your in the no, business? No, I've definitely heard you say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I've anyone heard anyone else. That's, that's not to say that people haven't said it. Uh, I just haven't heard it. Okay, well, yeah. I did a, quite a successful podcast. What was that called? Called Thinker Girl the podcast. Oh, yes. Initially, then mm. it turned into the Thinker Girls pod channel, and there was a few radio and TV spots in between mm. there. Mm. Um, and so, podcasting is my home. Mm. I feel very comfortable in this environment. I feel very comfortable and strong on on this forum. So I'm just really mm. glad that you guys are joining us for a new a new conversation because. Uh, this to me and podcasting to me and broadcasting furthermore to me has always been about telling the stories that are true to where I am at in this moment Mm. and being vulnerable and sharing through the process of those stories, not just the beginning and the middle and the end. And for some people it's often shared the beginning and the end. Mm. And we lose the grit, we lose the the beef, we lose the middle of the story, which is essentially where our lessons lie, where our our vulnerability Mm. sits and shows where our our raw selves are able to um, connect at at its absolute finest form. So Mm. I think uh, that's why I was really excited to have a new conversation because it means that I'm able to be really, really present and strong in where I sit today. And that is um, I I got married and I want to become a mother. And uh, for those of you that are listening that want to become parents or have become parents or maybe in the future will, um, it becomes incredibly, uh, you become very incredibly fixated on it without it being your life and you still work and you've got friends and you have a life. But there is something that when you decide to put your hat in, in, you are in. And it's very, very hard to take your attention away. It's always there. Yeah, Mm. away. And, And we've been trying for about a year now and... 
I've found content and stories and articles um, to be very rare, the kinds of content mm-hmm. that I want to connect with about this. And so whilst it is very raw and whilst it is scary to tell the story as we go through it because we don't know the ending, mm-hmm. um, I wish I have had. I wish I had have been able to consume more of this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, through my own experience, so I th- that's essentially why I'm here. And yeah. I love you. I mm. find that I like hanging out with you. I like, yeah. and I like doing as many things as we can together. And yeah, yeah. I never thought I would be one of these couples or one of these people that's mm. just like, hey, do you want to work together as well? Or I just didn't. Um, and my work's always been such a big part of my identity. Mm. But on the flip side of that, my work has always been very much about who I am and where I am in that moment. So mm. it makes sense, but then it's also kind of surprising mm. for me. It's very, um, it's very unique for me sitting here as well, seeing you in this environment. And uh, from the moment we sat down and turned it on, like um, you have made it very comfortable to sit here. I know, I know, we're married and stuff, but you yeah. know, this and is this still is your house. still a very yeah, <laughs> but it's still very different for me sitting in front of a microphone, even though I, you know, work in the industry and I'm quite familiar with it all, but to sit behind a microphone and tell these stories is, is still a very unique thing for me. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it's, it's, it's great to see that side of you here. Like I'm, I'm sitting next to you seeing, seeing you in the light, um, uh, of what you do on a daily basis. And that's, um, that's being a content maker storyteller. And yeah. Yeah. It's, it feels, I actually, I want to say it feels like a privilege to sit here next to you. It's That's so <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah. And to well, think we were having a blow up like only 40 minutes ago. Well, I think we come up and down very quickly and that's the well, thing. We, it's a, we the, do just, now. And yeah, it took yeah. us a lot of practice to yeah. get there. Yeah. We And just we'll talk about how we met really soon. But do you want to share mm. why you're, you're here and, and, and what makes you a storyteller? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just quickly, I was just going to say, I think it's the sign of a strong relationship where you can have a little bit of a disagreement whether it be a little one or a big one, and then manage to resolve that pretty quickly. So I know, I but I think I have to be really honest because it is couple goals. Like we mm. are talking about couple stuff, that everything we do on this show has taken work. Mm. I think it's so important to reference because I think often when you meet the person that you click with and you think, oh, my God, this is it, things just flow. Absolutely, yeah. it, You know, there's still a lot of commitment and work yeah. and... Um, and showing up to do uh, in order for you to continue to sit in that beautiful yeah. love bubble that you want you felt at the beginning. Yeah. Mm. And the communication thing is very important. Oh, it's still, you know, it'll probably be a lifelong journey for us. Yeah, yeah. Something you're a lot better at than I am. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't always communicate, I guess, kindly. mm I, 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 because I am such a good communicator, I can use it as a bit of a weapon. Mm. I'm very... <laughs> mm. Sorry, I'm just nodding and agreeing here, yeah. Mm. But mm. I, I am working on that because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a lot of anger. <laughs> yeah. It's not directed yeah. to you most of the time, yeah. but that's yeah. for another day. Yeah, that's, a, that's another time. I mean, some of it is directed to you. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we're not. We wouldn't. I be just going need to figure fertility. out what's directed at me and well, where we, the other ones. Are, we wouldn't what, be going what through isn't, fertility treatment from. if we didn't meet together. You know, mm. like you've got to be honest about some stuff, and you get angry and then you let it go. Like that's kind of how yeah. anger works, right? You you got to feel it because you push mm. it down, you're screwed. But you've got to figure out how to feel it mm. without hurting other people, and then you'll learn how to let it go. Because if you hurt other people in the process, yeah. 
you kind of end up hanging on to it because then you hate yourself a bit, yeah, you yeah. know? I think that's one of the things that we've we've gotten to know about each other and that we that we kind of still get used to is that uh, that you're very preemptive on things. You feel when something's going to come up and tend to feel something before it's about mm. to happen. Mm. And I am definitely not. <laughs> and, and so things will happen and I'll feel them. And then I also take a little bit longer to process things. Yeah. So that's why that's one thing we've had to overcome is the communication side of things. You know, I have to, and it happened to me today. It's not just you and I. It's like, you know, it happens in a work situation where mm. you're in a meeting and then, we have the, you know, the meeting after the meeting or the real meeting as they call those things uh, or joke about. Um, <laughs> bit, of, bit of corporate. <laughs> this is bit the real meeting. <laughs> um, anyway, um, but anyway, you have the, uh, we have that meeting and then I said something and, you know, uh, a girl I work with said, oh, why didn't you say that in the meeting? And I said, yeah, because, you know, that's, that's, that's what I do. I my oh my mind, God, my so mind you're driving this... people crazy at work as well? <laughs> my, my, my mind has this pondering process where it, it, it needs the time to, you know, come up with those things. And that's like, you know, when you're younger and, you know, someone gives you shit on the street and you're like, you're, you walk away and, and, uh, and, uh, and you haven't said anything and then five minutes later you're like, oh, I've got the killer comeback right here. Oh, why didn't I have that there? Anyway, sorry, I digress. It's fine. Um, so you're going to fill everybody in on what Why you I'm do. Here. Well, just what you do and, yeah. I don't know, just a bit about yourself. Yeah. Well, I am a uh, creative manager for uh, the public broadcaster here in Australia. Uh, and I manage a team of creatives who look after all of the promos and branding for all of the radio stations. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. So on a daily basis, you know, we take briefs, we, we get jobs in and um, uh, we create the sound that you have in your ears every day. From and you, but you haven't always done no. radio. So I've done, I've done that for the last few years and then before that I did 15 years of it in TV. TV? In TV land. Ooh. In the different, sh- in different, the city. in different, uh, in different places. Everybody in TV, everyone in radio wants to be in TV. Yeah. Everybody in TV... No, no, not everyone in TV wants to be in radio. Actually, I don't think... TV is definitely the cooler kid. I I don't think think everybody in radio wants to be in TV, but a lot of people do. Mostly people do. Yeah, yeah. Mostly. Mostly, yeah. 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 Um, And when you say that you identify with being a storyteller also, like Mm. me, uh, how does that play out for you? Like, what, what do you mean by that? So, yeah, I think when... And when did the... Sorry to interrupt, but when did the um, when did the yearning begin? Because it was mm. only really recently where yeah, yeah, you started yeah. to want to. Because you've always told stories for other people, but yeah. it's been more probably more recent that you've wanted to tell your own. Yeah, I think look after I had uh, my kind of uh, one of those life events, those those events that you have in life where there's a single moment in time that changed everything, mm. and that was when I got um, when I had prostate cancer and I went through. Uh, you know my cancer journey um and i'm not saying it happened immediately but um i was working in this industry when that happened so uh, as you said like working around storytelling and content creation you know i wanted to write that story down and share it with as many men as i could in the hope that it would uh that it could help other men um on their own journeys um just to hear from another guy who's been through it and done it um i've tried to share my story with other people as well in in other quarters and it just hasn't really gotten anywhere these are all the things that happen but what what was the thing this year that changed again for you to want to ta- like want to talk about things and not just 
the prostate cancer story, but you're just talking about your own mm. life. Because I don't, I think I do this as a living. Yeah. I don't think people. I think I look. I, I definitely think. That. I definitely think meeting you and then and then seeing what you're doing here and and the impact that you have on on other women with what you do. Yeah. Definitely uh, was something that was a bit of a catalyst for it. I think. Yeah. Right. But it was something that was already kind of planned. It was there, there and, and I just had an idea of how to. Yeah. do it. Like I, I think it I think for me there there there, there is definitely a, a portion of, of uh, jadedness where I'd kind of tried to share my story yeah. several times with people, tried yeah. to get things off the ground and it didn't really work. So I put it on the back burner. But then, you know, I, I like like we just mentioned, I shift uh, shifted industries and moved um, into the audio broadcast arena mm. and can, had seen that, you know, you can make podcasts, you can mm. you can touch a lot of people mm. really quickly. Mm. Um, so I'd seen that happen as well and seen what you'd done. So it feels like it was a real kind of um, coming together in that yeah. regard. So and, and almost fate, you know, it's yeah. like some, something says to you, hey, hang on, um, you can do it this way. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to talk about because I yeah. was like, you can kind of say all of the things that then end up happening, but it's mm. interesting how things come together, you know. Mm. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So we met, we were set up. What do you remember about the conversation of first hearing about me? Uh, well, we, we can't lie. Um, the, what? The guy, no. <laughs> oh, no, the other girl. The, yeah, the girl, the girl. Which I didn't know about this story until freaking months after we were together. Uh, the, girl, the girl who set up um, is a mutual friend, uh, who set us up is a, is a mutual friend. I, I worked we with her. We both worked with her, yeah. Uh, and um, we, we got along uh, really well. Um, we kind of started at kind of similar times. Um, so we had that in common anyway. We, we just got talking about, you know, life and stuff and, you know, we just got along and, um, then, uh, I guess topics turned to, uh, cause I was single at the time and, you know, she was, um, she was, she said, well, you know, I've got some friends I can, you know, I can try and set you up with these friends. I've got some friends. Um, and I was like, oh, that's. How many friends? Was it, wasn't like it was a, mir- a... It was a myriad, babe. It was a myriad. Really? Of, so no, there was like no, a... No. Pe- it was two... She had... She, she said, I've got a couple of friends. Would, would you want... How do you feel about getting set up? Because I think she'd been set up with her husband and she had seen that obviously that it worked because she's married. Um, so she had thought... And he's a great you, guy. Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah. Um, and she's like, would you be open to that? So I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I didn't know what to think of hers. It was the first time I'd actually, oh, that I actually been set up. Actually, after that, there wasn't nothing else that someone else tried to set me up about that. Oh that, that, that didn't work out either. Oh my god! Are you joking? But yeah, let's cut a long story short here. Quick, quick, quick! Get out, back up. Beep, beep, beep. Um, Jesus. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so. Okay. Forget the other girl. Mm. When did you mm. hear about this girl? So that didn't really work out. So then we, I think she kind of just <laughs> well, thought, obviously. hang on, hang on, hang on. 
<laughs> so I think she, I think she just thought, okay, let's just let's just put this let's just let's just put this on the back burner for the moment. And anyway, I, I'd I think I'd spent um, I, oh, I know I'd, I spent uh, three or four days at um, my best mate's um, uh, holiday house up the coast, and I just needed a bit of a retreat um, because you know I had a, had a lot going on at the time, and and you know I just needed to get away for a bit. Um, so I went up there on my own, which was really weird, a holiday house on the ocean, um, a big house on your own, uh, for three or four days is, is, it was, it was, it was a bit strange. Um, but anyway, I did a lot of meditation, um, there and I was kind of, um, just chilling by the sea, but I came back and I had some really, um, some really, not, I don't want to say profound, but very clear ideas that were just like in my head. Um, and I think that was the first time I'd, I'd, uh, sort of clearly noticed that. I mean, I know we all go through life and we have those moments where we get, you know, light bulb moments that hit us on the head where we're like, oh, things change. I need to do this. But this was really like, uh, there was this firm ideas about what I needed to do with my life. And they were things like, you know, that I wrote on post-it notes that I put on my, on my doors and all my doors in my apartment at the time. And it was like, be more, more authentic, live true to yourself um, you know, meditate, uh, and all these, all these things that I'd, I'd written down, things that I was already doing, but they were just affirming, but there were some things like being more authentic that, that were, that were there, uh, that were new and fresh. So I'd gone back to, to work and spoke to my friend about that. And then she went, Oh my God, Oh my God, you have to meet Stacy now. These is exactly the things that she, that she talks about and, and the way she speaks about life. So you guys need to meet and the rest is history. Well, you have to tell. You can't just cut it there. Why? What? What would you like to know? Well, I know everything, oh. but people listening might not know. Mm. But what about? Um, well, they probably don't know because they don't know us. Well, yeah. Okay. So the rest isn't history. No. <laughs> well, yeah. So then we went. We she she. Um, Gave me, or she, Are you she said, this story, no, no, no. She said, Jesus. I thought you were wrapping me up. You were like, just give me the wind up signal. And I'm like, and what are you saying? Well, I, to be honest, I hadn't heard that part of the story. Yeah. Okay. So I you didn't you want to hear it? No, because I thought you were going to go on another tangent down no, to no. like, and then I went to India and found myself, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, okay. Look, I'm just a storyteller, right? You know, how I tell the story is how I tell the story. Yeah. But you know, we don't want to be here for 70 minutes. Yeah. Okay. It's right. really, I think also it's very hot in here. Yeah. It's a good like, point. I am like, Clamming up. Yeah, okay. Should have told me to pop it on medium rather than on a low. Well, you can. You can probably reach, doll. Okay. No, I can't. Not Just with go. My give it a go. Okay, hang on. Fine. <laughs> it's really warm. It'll probably make me a better listener. <laughs> make me a better listener if you put it on medium. Um, sorry, where was I? So you were saying the rest is history. Okay, yeah, it wasn't history. But I suppose you tell you tell them about the bit that you so so our friend said that. That she would, um, she would speak to. She told me she would speak to Stace and then and say what she said. And then what did you say to her? So she, went, her and I went for brunch. I had just gone back from India. Mm. No joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so there was a, there really was an Indian trip. Here, yeah, yeah, there was. And I had spent Christmas in New York and then went across the other side of the world and oh, did fabulous. yoga. <laughs> fabulous, <time>. fabulous. <laughs> and did yoga in India. I was a jet setter yeah. by myself. Like I was thinking when you were like. Three days alone in the beach has a like, big whoop. <laughs> mm, mm. You but, were eat praying and loving for real. Yeah, but I had always travelled on my own. Mm. Um, and I've tr- you just haven't travelled as much. You are a no. bit older than me. We didn't say that. 
Yeah. I think your generation travelled less. No, we didn't travel that much in my day. <laughs> no. It was very tough getting around the world. Anyway. But boat only. <laughs> get, get on with the story. Um, so, so then... Um, we hadn't caught up all year. I had just been at KISS. It was mm. an incredibly crazy year. Um, long hours, blah, blah, blah. And same, I think, for her. And so I went to India. She was pr- completely obsessed with my trip. Mm. You know, she's very similar to you and I. was really interested to hear about it. And she messaged saying so. And I said, yeah, I actually genuinely do want to catch up. It was one of those friendships where we were like, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. A year mm. later and n- we never got there. And so, but having said that, we'd worked together, but had worked in different states. So we'd never really been a catch up kind of friendship. So we get, we catch up. And at the time I got back now, before I went to New York and India, I was on like a six month hiatus, like trying not to have casual sex, just really trying to go within. I was looking for you the entire time, Mm. but it wasn't working. And I had to mix it up because I was unhappy you know, just kind of floundering around with any dude that would show interest. Like, I just wasn't for me. Really? (laughs) But, I mean, not that literal, Mm. but it was at a point where I didn't have that grounding in myself that that I knew I had. Like, I would just have moments where I really would just kind of I don't know, float around and mm. I wanted to get that back and I wanted to also really truly be able to say I was completely happy on my own. Mm. And so when I got back, I had realized that I'd been in that place for quite a long time and that I need to start dating and that didn't necessarily have to involve sex. It just meant that I needed to start flirting and meeting people. So when she said to me at the end of our lunch, I had told her that I was seeing two guys mm. at the time. Two dudes. Yeah. One was very yin-like and one was very yang-like. And mm. I remember seeing my acupuncturist and telling her about this. And she was like, you need a person in the middle, a bit of yin and a bit of yang. Mm. She's like, you've attracted exactly what you want, but in two different people. Mm. And so I was telling her about this and blah, blah, blah. And she goes, well, it's funny. She goes, I've got this guy that is interested to meet you. She said, but um, obviously you've got your hands pretty full. So she was like, juggling two dudes. Even if you meet him, um, even if you meet him and you become friends, I feel like you would have a real connection. Like, there's a Mm. lot that you're both looking for in each other. Mm. And I said, okay, that'd be awesome. And for some reason, when I moved to Sydney, I connected with Jossie because I thought, I thought she would know people that I would want to meet and Mm. I didn't necessarily think that was a romantic relationship I obviously wanted to connect with her Mm. first and foremost but then I kind of knew she was the kind of person that was going to connect me with the right people and so when she said she knew someone I took it quite seriously without realizing and I gave I, I wanted to do something different and in the back of my mind if I'm really honest with myself I thought I'm going to give my email address because I'm going to keep the emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sweet. is how full on I knew that I just knew something different was going to be about this. Mm. Do you still have them? Um, yeah. Yeah, go on. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you, and you kept all of our texts, didn't you? Yeah, I've got them somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, somewhere? Yeah, no, I kept them. Oh. Hmm. What, in a folder you printed them out or something? Nah, just in a folder on my phone. Okay. Yeah. That's cute. It's cute, babe. It's cute, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I said yes. Um, and we emailed and you were pretty, um, you're pretty straight. Mm. But very, 
not old school, but very matter of fact, Strength? you know, emails. Like your oh. all your emails were very, like everything was grammatically correct. Mm. There was a real kind of format. Everything was very, not, it was official, but flirty. Still, still frustrates you to this day, doesn't it? Oh, no, it doesn't frustrate me. It's just not, it's very different to me. Mm. Um, I'm pretty much like emoticon, emoticon, like, yeah. <laughs> like, ha, 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 you know, yeah. like it's not, I'm not the grammar police, yeah. you know, yeah. and you weren't. Well, it st- just comes from, you know, I don't know. Essay writing or something like that. That's really? Because I, I wrote essays too. Uh, yeah, well, okay. And, the, and then I thought for a second, I was like, South Australia. <laughs> South Australia, what? Essay. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I was uh, like, I was, yeah, I wrote essays, okay? I'm yeah, a uni okay. degree. Did you know that? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so. Very accomplished. Yes. Well, I'm just letting you know. I wasn't sure we haven't been together for that long. Yeah, okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so. Um, we met and that week had been an incredibly challenging week for me. My uncle had committed suicide. Mm. So I was very unsure I was going to make the date. Mm. And I had a weird catch up with chicks that was like some international women's day affair. Mm. And I had this this drink uh, in at three o'clock in the afternoon with you in Bondi. And I remember thinking to myself, go for the fun, go fl- go flirt and get some attention here. Mm. Like, even if he's just polite and just is a gentleman, and I already had gotten that, I guess some form of that from you in your emails. We didn't really call or message or do mm. much communication. Um, and I think, so, I think, sorry, I think that's something that you are very good at is doing and recognizing what you need to do for yourself, like in a moment like that, and just go, okay, I think I should go. And have some fun right now. That's really what I should be doing. And I think I think that has to, you have to be given credit for that. I think uh, it's very hard. I know I'm no, I don't do that mm. often for myself. Anyway, mm. go ahead. Yeah, but I think I mean it took me a long time to do that, and mm. also to get to know Again, myself. Takes it work. Takes yeah, work. Yeah, and, and to get to know myself, mm. to know what my needs are. I guess mm. it's it's a big conversation you have to have with yourself, and it's a big conversation that you have to have with your feelings. Mm. And I think feelings for guys and i know you struggle with this mm. is really not an easy thing to communicate about no. like it's just not something it's it's just not the same format that we yeah. have i often know. often try to explain feelings and we'll be there going okay i've got these four feelings here uh is it one is it this one no it's not quite that one is it this one no, it's not quite that. Mm. And then you get to the end of me like, oh, it's none of these. I remember when we first got together and I would be like, how do you feel? And yeah. you wouldn't know. And I'd say upset and you're like, that's not a feeling. No, you would say, no, you wouldn't say, you would say, um, I don't know, you would say thing. you would say, you would describe a feeling, but you wouldn't say the feeling. Mm. You would be like, I'm feeling um, that I wish that didn't happen. Or yeah. I'm feeling that I didn't see this coming or, you know, something. Mm. And I'm like, that's not a feeling. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a discussion of a feeling almost yeah. or like a, a commentary on it. It's yeah. not really the actual feeling. Feelings are sad, happy, angry. Um, upset. upset is probably a feeling, but it's still, it's still you can go deeper than upset. Mm. It's still a little bit of a, an umbrella of the feeling, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, so then we went. I went and I was on time as usual. <laughs> on your time exactly yeah yeah i think you were like 45 minutes late fuck off <laughs> ben i was not i reckon you were at least 40 
Babe, no way. <laughs> how, how late do you reckon you were? I got there uh, at maybe 10 minutes? quarter past three. And our date was three. No way. No. Really? No. Because you went to get in a in oh, an my Uber, Uber got and you probably would have got right. in, and you probably would have called the Uber at three, <laughs> and then so you would have called the Uber at three, and then it would have cancelled at three twenty. Okay. I don't do that anymore. No, not, not, she doesn't do that anymore. Not right. for that, not for something important like no. that. Okay, that doesn't matter though. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you were you were on time. Your time. Oh my god, babe, that and it was so hot. It was, yeah. And you were sitting there in black. So hot. In the, you were hot. <laughs> yeah. But you were you were very yeah, different. Jeans is you black. were different yeah. to what you are now. Yeah, yeah. You were you were you were um it was like you were a flower waiting for just some little I don't know, something you, it wasn't anything I necessarily did. Yeah. But there was some form of sun that needed to be mm. shone on the flower. Mm. And the second the ray of sunshine that you needed mm. shone on you, you just opened up. Like, yeah. I think totally I was in Totally blossomed. And that's what it was. Like, those, me coming back from that time away and then me recognizing those things that I wanted to change in myself was the starting of a, like a, of a, of a big growth period, like a major growth period, mm. almost like a, and like a reimagining. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, meeting you was the, the thing that, that kind of kicked it along. And it's like a, you know, a therapist that we, that we both see who's amazing, who we've, uh, I, I was going to, and then we've gone to together and then you've been to on your own as well. Um, you know, I think she said, you know, I think when we were in the beginning, we were going through some, uh, some difficult times. Yeah. And she said, look, if, if, if you guys, if you guys get through this period, this, this could be a, you know, this could be an immensely, um, life shaping, life shaping, yeah. powerful, like relationship for you both, um, mm. and your own growth. So, yeah. And, and we she, were very, she was right. We were very invested from the beginning. I mean, yeah. I didn't know what was going on. I knew that I'd felt something uh, that I'd never felt before. Mm. And I had this subtle, I had this subtle knowing. It yeah. was subtle. It wasn't exciting. It wasn't, yeah, it was exciting actually. But it wasn't like this giddy feet off the ground mm. kind of craziness. In a way, when I look back, it was pretty crazy because we, we just was spending every minute together pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. But at the time, I felt so grounded in it. I felt so um, safe. Yeah, yeah. And I felt so... I'd never understood how important feeling secure and mm. safe was until mm. I met you. Mm. Like, I just felt like I was home with you within yeah. two days. And it was like the, that, like me having the lack of words to express those feelings uh, that we just talked about. But, like, as I said to you, it was almost like... After that moment, it was it was after we first met. It was and everyone's saying, "Oh, how was it? How was it?" And I was like, "You know what? It, it, it wasn't like this like boom explosion yeah, moment. It was like it just felt so right because mm. we went on a date where we were, were like, oh, let's the safety date. You know, three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. Let's just go and have a drink.'" <laughs> And then that turned into dinner and it was like a date. We were first date. We were there for six hours yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we had dinner. And, and you kissed me like in the perfect way because you were quite, yeah. you weren't shy. A little bit of a not, not too full on, just a little bit of like, yeah, I'm a little bit but interested. more than a friend. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> Definitely more than a friend. Yeah, but you know, but a lot of girls get paranoid about that. Yeah, if there's no no affection on dates. Is he friends only? Yeah, is he unsure about me sexually? Yeah, yeah. And that's something that I think a lot of us get very 
shy about saying we want. Mm. We want a man to find us attractive. We want them to want to, you know, (laughs) we want that stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of taught to be very subdued with those feelings. The only feelings I feel like women really struggle to articulate, myself included. Mm. Um, But by this point, I'd done some tantra work and I was ready to kind of start fresh because I hadn't been sleeping with anyone. So that was an incredible time. Mm. Mm. And And to some degree, it has been amazing how great it was for the first eight months. But then I think I said this in one of the live shows to another point, we we had such a dramatic change in our relationship so quickly that mm. it was almost, it was really touch and go there for a while because it was, I got fired, we tried for a baby, mm. we had a baby, we fell pregnant, we lost a baby. You know, there was mm. so much within like four months, I think. And it got to a point where I was like, there were moments in that mm. time where I was like, have we fucking jumped too far in here? Yeah. Well, it has been a year of strive. Yeah. So striving, I don't want to say it's been, you know, it's very easy to say this has been a year of struggle, but it hasn't really felt like struggle. It's been and it's just been con- really hard, but it, it hasn't been, felt but it's like been striving, and it's been it's yeah, been striving to learn to, to learn it. things from it, like yeah. to, to striving to grow from it, to take those experiences and go, okay, what's this? What what, what am I being taught here? Yeah. What, what what is what is life trying to tell me here? What what do I need to learn? And that's what I mean by strive. Um, I have been through struggle. You have been through struggle in yeah, the past. But our this relationship, is different. yeah, it's so true. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, and I think it's because we both want the best for each other. So, you know, we're in it for each other as well as, you know. Ourselves. Yeah. So. And we call it the love bubble. Um, mm. And that's what we do want to open up and invite you into mm. um, to some degree. Some of it is yeah. going to be personal and things we will not share. And mm. and some of it will be things we will. And, and, and I think it is a really lovely thing to do with you babe like i'm mm. so excited to jump on this journey with you yeah so um, am i yeah. so we hope that you guys might be able to listen to it with your relationship maybe you want to get in a relationship and you, and you want to yeah. think about how a, how a, a conscious relationship looks and how mm. you can shape that for yourself before you're even in it yeah um but we are you know the next kind of the next bit we are going to focus on our fertility treatment and yeah and I guess the struggle, oh, I don't want to use the word struggle, but I guess our, our journey and yeah. our path is probably a good way to put it, um, mm. which we'll, we'll start with the beginning next week. Yeah. I don't know. This could be good therapy sessions. Mm, weekly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. That's great. <laughs> I, think, I think, you know, um, we can get a lot off our chest right here. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It does. Some, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> it feels really good. Yeah. yeah, it's really fun. It feels really good. Yeah. 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 Um, but we, you know, we had a moment this morning to cheers our little girl. We mm. both felt very strongly that it was a girl. Mm. Um, and I guess I wanted just to leave this episode with saying that we love you, Lolly. Yeah, we love you, Lolly. She named herself. Mm. We found out yesterday. Yeah, we did. Mm. Um, if that's pretty woo-woo for you, then strap yourselves in because that's the absolute start of it. Shit's going to get real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jump on the woo-woo train. Thanks for listening. If you haven't heard anything like this, we'd love you to share. Mm. Um, but we're going to ease our way into this. Um, and and I don't know, you can contact um, me on socials if there's things that you particularly want to talk about uh, through the journey. Yeah. But um all right, we hope you enjoy the, the zero one episode. Zero. Z- episode zero. Thanks, everybody. Please enjoy. Please enjoy? Yeah, get in there. Bye, guys. Bye.
Bijou Podcasts, the home of Taboo Conversations. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 